Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Hammer, the Funky Headhunter, from 1994. You can't touch this. In April of 1990, You Can't Touch This by MC Hammer hit the top 40 in the United States. It was the first single off of Hammer's third studio album, Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. It wasn't the first rap single to hit the top 40. The Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight had done that a decade earlier. But this was a big deal for rap at the time. It was a huge crossover success. It would end up hitting number one on the Billboard Hot Rap Songs chart and number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. But the song was huge. Capitol Records only ever released the single on 12-inch and never as a single. Plus, Billboard hadn't yet begun incorporating SoundScan to track sales. It would have likely hit number one if things were different. It did go to number one in Australia, Belgium, Canada, the Netherlands, New Zealand, and Sweden. Because it never got a traditional single release in the U.S., listeners had to instead buy the album. So Please Hammer Don't Hurt Em would sell more than 18 million copies, becoming one of the best-selling hip-hop albums of all time. You Can't Touch This would also go on to win two Grammys, one for Best R&B Song, and it was the first ever winner of Best Rap Solo Performance. And the Grammy goes to... You Can't Touch This, MC Hammer. MC Hammer was everywhere. There were dolls. He was appearing in commercials for KFC, Taco Bell, and Pepsi. MC Hammer, rap star and Pepsi drinker. Well, today, we secretly replaced his Pepsi with Coke. Let's see what happens. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Hammer! In September of 1991, he even starred in his own short-lived Saturday morning cartoon series on ABC called Hammerman. Instead of me trying to explain the plot, I'll let the show's theme song do it. Hammerman! Hammer! Hammerman! Hammer! Whenever there's a crime, some crooks are gonna do time. They all better beware, cause the Hammerman will be there. Here's how it started a long time ago. The legend of the Hammer and how it began to grow. He was given magical shoes from a hip-hop Motown dude. Together they had power. They stood up for what was right. But Gramps was getting old and he couldn't keep up the fight. Right. So Gramps and his granddaughter, they went out on the road. Sure. To find a man they knew could tell who was worthy of the load. They met a guy named Stanley, Stanley. who was dancing every night. He helped the kids play every day. His heart was out of sight. So Gramps opened up the bag and took out the magical shoes. He set them on the ground and they soon began to groove. The shoes knew at once they had finally found their man. They hopped right on his feet and he became 
You Can't Touch This was even being covered for an episode of Kids Incorporated, something I've talked about on past episodes of Bizarre Albums. Weird Al Yankovic did a parody that was about bad TV shows called I Can't Watch This. And the NFL's Miami Dolphins had their own parody, You Can't Touch Us, which I will be covering for this week's episode of Bizarre Singles over on Patreon. So if you want to hear that, patreon.com slash bizarre albums. So hard, makes him say, oh my lord, thank you for blessing me with all those dolphins and all that speed, that's good. And you know you're down with a Super Bowl team and a super hometown, we're known as such, this is a team you can't touch. MC Hammer would shorten his name to simply Hammer for his follow-up album, Too Legit to Quit, which came out in October of 1991. The first single was also called Too Legit to Quit though the single used numbers and the album title used words. This would be a high-budget music video, featuring cameos from Henry Winkler to Jose Canseco. The single didn't quite have the lasting power of You Can't Touch This, but it managed to peak higher, going to number 5 on the Billboard Hot 100. This would be followed by another top 10 hit for Hammer, the theme song for the 1991 Adams Family movie, Adams Groove. Capitol Records would spend over $1 million on a marketing campaign for the Too Legit to Quit album. There was a planned two year world tour to support the album. But with the amount of singers, dancers, and backup musicians being used, the tour got too expensive in relation to how the album was selling, and much of the tour was canceled. The album still went multi-platinum, but it had nowhere near the success of Please Hammer Don't Hurt Him. Soon, rumors were circulating that Hammer had quit the music business and was in financial trouble. The rumor grew when Hammer didn't release another album for three years. And when he finally returned... What was now mainstream rap had totally changed. One, two, three into the folks. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low depth, bigger so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. In December of 1992, Dr. Dre's debut solo album, The Chronic, was released. Though he'd had some success with N.W.A. prior, this album brought gangsta rap to the mainstream. Soon after, rappers including Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, and Tupac, with their harder edge, is what listeners wanted. So when Hammer finally popped back up into the spotlight, he had a new look and a new sound. On March 1st, 1994, Hammer released The Funky Headhunter on Giant Records. Yo, what's up, baby boy, yeah. The Hammer's definitely in the house. I'm returning to claim the fame, the funk, and the true magnet. Yeah. So all you want to be roughnecks and want to be Max, <laughs> stick yourself. Yeah. That's from the opening track, 
simply titled Intro. Hammer goes on to say that he had heard the things people had been saying about him. This is something he talked about more when he appeared on Rap City in 1994. I think the most uh, inspirational thing was I sat down and listened to about eight records that had a negative comment about Hammer in them. That was like my motivating factor for the funky headhunter. You know what I'm saying? It's like I play one and say, now listen to this coward talking about it. You know, every time I see him on the video, he got his face wrinkled up. Some of the man say action. You know, he think hard, right? You know what I'm saying? So, boom. So, that one went to the next one, you know. Uh, I listen to him. That ain't that something. This little coward. So, I, I put them all together, and me and my partner sat down, and he said, man, you ought to go ahead and just make your album based around that theme, but at the same time, make the record fun, you know, danceable, club, and still make your point. So, that's what I did. The first actual song is Oaktown, a song about Oakland, California, his hometown. The lyrics were written by Hammer along with Deuce Deuce, who was the lead singer for DRS. The song also features a sample of the Prince song, Get It Up. Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. My brother played nothing but the big days. He's 14th and 73rd. That's where the slang is hung tight, selling birds. And if you go to Sabrani Park, don't get caught slipping, quickly popping the caps a little more. At the dark and right across the way is a hood called Brookville. And all over the bay, they all know about the 6-9 biz. Riding down MacArthur, don't get caught tricked, or you'll be sitting on bricks. My time is not big, you better believe it. If you slip, you're about to get dumped and smoked in a place. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! It's anger! Let me at him! Fear! Safety checklist is complete! Disgust! Ew! Ew! Sadness is in the house! I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Much of the public thought that this was Hammer changing his style to fit in with what was popular. The following is from a February 1994 Entertainment Weekly article by David Brown. How do you upgrade a mass-appeal hip-hop act that sold millions of records just a few short years ago, but has since lost any street credibility in light of hardcore rap? Easy. Just follow the seven steps below, and voila! Perpetually grinning, baggy-suited dancer, entrepreneur, MC Hammer is magically transformed into a newly hardened, street-savvy gangsta entrepreneur hammer. Number 1. 
retain glasses from previous look, but add menacing wool hat favored by Platinum Gangsta's Ice Cube and Easy e Also retain gold chain with Ferrari insignia to show you're still down with status symbols. Number two, grow goatee, a la Ice-T and Tupac Shakur. Bonus effect, people might mistake you for one of them and buy your record by mistake. Number three, adopt deadpan scowl, thus making everyone forget that you were briefly a Saturday morning cartoon character. Number four, purchase drab denim-like shirt, complete with inmate numerals, for that I know what prison is like, my stretch limo has driven past one authenticity. Number five, continue the imagery with new, hard-hitting logo that looks something like prison officials might stamp on release papers. Number six, issue statement heavy on tough talk. I'm out to set the record straight and check the fools who misunderstood what Hammer's about. Number seven, release new album The Funky Headhunter this month. Pray no one remembers you can't touch this. Oof. Here, in this 1994 interview with Rap City, Hammer tries to explain what he's now all about. Well, that, that encompasses like uh, seven years in the game, you know, it's like my fourth album, seventh year, you know, uh, with that comes a certain amount of experience and maturity, you know, so it's like I'm, I'm uh, my music is growing up right in front of you, you know, uh, seven years is a, for a lot of people is a, is a whole life, a lifespan because of the simple fact that you will go from all the way from like junior high school to uh, to uh, college in a seven-year period, you know? So um, it's like watching me go from junior high to college. Now you're going to see the mature hammer side, uh, the mu- the man in his music at this stage, you know? And you're taking your audience with you that exactly, way? Exactly, exactly. I'll get to the album's first single in a minute, but the second single was It's All Good. It peaked at number 46 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number three on the Hot Rap Singles Chart. Something for the OGs is up next. The song uses a sample from Dance Floor by the funk band Zap, originally released in 1982. Songwriting credits then go to Zap members, brothers Larry and Roger Troutman. Just five years after the release of this album, Larry Troutman killed his brother Roger, then committed suicide. So I've uh, once again worked myself into a dark corner here. Uh, I don't know how to get out of it, so here's something for the OGs. Now this cuts here strictly for the OGs Who showed us the ropes when they were coming up and down And the fools running up, flexing, brought us the streets And he would turn the hand on the bears Which whenever we need a protection of two Gs Just from the two Gs Before all of these marks, perpetrators and wannabes You straight high siding like a G in your ride So I'ma give them a little something to bump at the side Just something for the OGs, something for the OGs This is how we should Teddy Riley is a singer, songwriter, and producer In addition to being in the group's Black Street and Rex in Effect He's perhaps best known for producing the Michael Jackson hits Jam and Remember the Time. He's also the co-producer of the album's third single, Don't Stop. Don't Stop. 
that I bring, that I tell swing everything that I drop, proper. Now the song that I drop, hit the top, cause it's pop, then it's like that and you don't stop. Teddy Riley also produced the album's first single, Pumps in a Bump. The single was released prior to the album. It would peak at number three on the Billboard Hot Rap Songs chart and number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100. This would be the final top 40 hit of Hammer's career. But the thing that got people talking was the song's music video, which featured Hammer wearing only a Speedo, dancing suggestively alongside women in skimpy bikinis. It ended up getting banned from MTV as it was considered too graphic. Oh, and did I mention people think that it appears that he has an erection in the video? When Hammer appeared on the Arsenio Hall show to promote the single, Arsenio asked Hammer, quote, Women in the audience want to know, what's in your Speedos in the Pumps in a Bump video? End quote. Pumps in a Bump ended up getting a second music video, this time with a fully clothed Hammer. Break em Off Something Proper calls out some of the rappers who had once called out Hammer. He name checks Redman because of this skit called Funky Uncles from his 1991 album, What the Album. Man, this old fucking rap shit. I'm tired of this rap shit. I like that old hammer. hammer I like Hammer. Oh, here come him. You come up, you got that Hammer. I like Hammer. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> he ain't shit. That's what church is. Everybody yell at Hammer time. Hammer time. It's goddamn quitting. He got shit. I like Hammer. Here's a bit of Break Him Off Something Proper. My bad, but better feel the rap. We breaking him off something proper. Yeah, I'm sending this one out to all my women. We about to all my girls who got to say Daddy Hammer's name when they go in the studio. Break him off something proper. I like the way you say Daddy Hammer's name. Red man, you're a poor drinker. I like the way you say Daddy's name. I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it. You're a poor drinker. Y'all gonna learn about the big old. We about to learn. Man, you know you wanna cuss them fools out. Break them off, break them off, something Red man, go to bring them on a Sleeping on a Master Plan was co-produced by Death Row Records artists The Dog Pound. Death Row Records had become a huge success releasing multi-platinum gangsta rap albums by artists like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Tupac. A year after this album, Death Row would actually sign Hammer. He would record an album called Too Tight, but it was never released. Regular listeners of Bizarre Albums know that I don't usually go into every single song on these albums, and this album has 16 tracks, so I'm going to leave out a little more than usual. There's not that much more information to add to a lot of these songs. It was kind of a rotating crew working from song to song.
burn, having to burn up. Suckers getting mad cause over 20 million souls. And now they try to diss cause they can't get gold. I was born in a hole, now I'm making control. Big boy deep is the way we roll. I'm looking for the punks talking to jump on the tracks. The hammer don't hurt them, days are over. These are the days of the payback, payback. I'm up on the hill looking down. Biggity back, rap cat, number one, pound for pound, punks. The album's closer is Help Lord, parentheses, Won't You Come. I can't call it, but I know I got started because my mama was broke and I was broken hearted. I can take tears and tears for years, but the tears of my mama, you only give me right here. So I broke out in a military step. No dilly, no dally. I walk, I crack, I slept on a plan that I make it all good. Now I'm each year to kill a young hustler from the hood. Don't you cry, don't you cry no more Your baby boy's blowing up and he's going to war My mind is playing tricks and my dad is too One of the biggest criticisms about this album was that Hammer didn't seem to fully commit to his new style. He was trying to come off hard, but he still had completely clean lyrics. Despite the lukewarm reaction, the album still managed to go platinum. It peaked at number 12 on the Billboard 200 and number 2 on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. I mentioned earlier that in 1995, Hammer signed with Death Row Records. Well, that album may have never come out, but one year later, the label did release its own Christmas compilation album titled Christmas on Death Row. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Faxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>